What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the VTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe, and help us get to 200 subscribers. And as always, make sure you guys follow our Twitter, our Instagram, our TikTok, YouTube Shorts as well. So subscribe. Uh, we post pretty much on the daily. You can check our power rankings, our NFL ones especially. Some in MLB, but right now NFL. We're deciding what to do with the N- NHL and the NBA season. Um, also, if you guys do, wanna, do not want to look at our ugly ass faces here, make sure you guys uh, download the podcast on any audio platform because we're on pretty much all audio platforms. And uh, download it and uh, give it a five-star rating. We'll appreciate that as well. Yeah. Before we really get into the sports day because there's a lot perfect time for sports in general but this weekend hopefully saturday we'll be dropping our nhl tier list and then on tuesday most likely we'll be dropping our nhl season preview kind of like how we did our mlb one by the way check out the mlb playoff preview um a lot of support on that especially today or on wednesday as when we're recording this and then uh, nba soon to follow uh two weeks It's that time. It's that time. And the last thing, we are potentially getting a guest on soon. Not an analyst, but like an actual, like, In like person. Derek, Jeevan, yeah, yeah. um, and Ben to join that set of people who have been on the PTR podcast, all right? Yeah, yeah. So we're working on one or two people, and we'll get that out hopefully this month as well. And yeah, without further ado, let's just get right into it. The MLB wildcard is already over. Yeah, I mean, well, best two out of three, so it was... But two O's across the board. Yeah. And, uh... In a way, it's glad it's over today, because we would we have to wait until Sunday. Yeah, yeah, we get to recap To Sunday everything. to record, to release yeah, on yeah. Monday. But yeah, uh, two O's. Um, I was... We were right on the Phillies. We were wrong on the AL, and you were right with the Diamondbacks. I was, right with I the was wrong with so that. I was, I was two for four, and one being a bias pick with the Jays, which we'll get into. Well, there's so reasoning behind it. It wasn't fully biased either. I was low-key biased. I and wasn't. <laughs> I, I was kind of. I'll admit it. Because I said two OGs. Yeah, I said two one. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why I wasn't biased. And uh, the Rays just got absolutely shit kicked by the Rangers. Yeah. But so let's just get the frustration frustration out of the way. We're Jays fans. And we definitely did not lo- like what we've seen. And like you um, this these two games basically summed up the whole season. Yeah. So it was pretty much I saw someone tweet this. If you were not a baseball fan or if you were a playoff baseball fan... And you never watched a single Blue Jay game in the regular season. You pretty much watched the whole season within these two games. One run in 18 innings. No, pretty much almost high-powered pitching. The pitching was obviously a lot more better in the regular season. In game uh, For game two, it was the same. Pretty much game two summed up their whole season. Uh, defense was there, but the offense was not. By offense, I don't mean like getting hits. I mean getting clutch hits to get the runs. Getting runs. Just as simple as that. One run in 18 innings is absolutely pathetic. And uh, you can't win like that. It doesn't matter uh, how well your pitching played. And the, which pitching did enough, right? This is not on the... The number one issue was pitching. And yes, when we're going to go game one, Gosman wasn't Gosman. We all know that. But at the end of the day, Gosman... The starter's job is to keep the team in it, right? Especially when your team's not getting run support. Yeah, but Go- yeah, Gosman never got run support pretty much for exactly. his whole Blue so, Jays tenure. Yeah, no, I, I mean... I guess based on this season's identity, I'm just saying it like that because we knew where we were struggling all year. We needed Gosman to obviously put a, put a near-perfect game. He kind of blew that in the first inning, which is puts extra pressure on the Jays because they can't do it when they're 0-0, for example, today before we get into game two. Um, yeah, it, I think that's the least shitty part because 
I don't know what's wrong with the Jays' aces, whatever ace for the season, ace for the playoff. They just shit the bed. And then the next game, they'll be fine because Jose Barrios was perfectly fine, and there's a whole story on that we'll get we'll get into. But game one, um, okay, so here's my thing, right? This is the annoying part because, like I said, for me, it was Jays just need to get in the playoffs and hopefully do what they're supposed to do. And we've said this many times. We've said this last year. And... Uh, Mainly this year because the hitting wasn't going as much as it did last year. Yeah, well, last year was pitching. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as we get a decent pitching performance, you know, our hitting could carry yeah, us. Yeah, so we technically improved and, and we should be. We're and, in the playoffs. And we, got a, we didn't get a decent pitching performance. This year, like, oh, our pitching's sick. But if we get a decent batting performance, we should we should be go through. Which was supposed to be our which, strong suit either way. Which didn't happen at all either. Because our star players were not our star players. Um, yeah, I, don't, I guess the, what I'm trying to say here is if it wasn't for the re, uh, regular season clutch hitting... I would have said the Jays were unlucky, in which they were, right? Like, w- any hit we got that seemed like a base hit, either the Twins made a good defensive play or they were just right there, right? All, the classic all, one is the Matt Chapman one that could have got us yeah, the lead. but to be fair, there weren't many of those. No, but I'm there saying... Were, there were not many of those. I'm just saying because if the Jays were there, because the Matt Chapman one is a big one. That was going to put us to a lead. That's my point. We, we, when we needed runs, we didn't get them because of that. Yeah. And in game one, especially, there was that Chapman one. There was the blue singles that the speedy center fielder just got Taylor, just got to them. That was like two of them, yeah. Yeah, but there's, it still counts because um, of that. But those weren't clutch hitting. Um, those were just getting... That wasn't The Chapman one was the only one with the again, in scoring position. And then, no, but then bottom of the ninth, we also... Sorry, top of the ninth, uh, George Springer, the, that was a more of a smart game plan by the Twins, like let wet run. And uh, but turned out to be... Otherwise, it would have been a base hit if they kept wet on first. Game two, it was that Chapman inches inches away from literally taking tying the game or taking the lead, to then going into a ground rule. Sorry, a double play, which is the J story. But up. and I don't care. You don't deserve any slack. You do not deserve. Yeah, any that's slack. W- that's my point. Yeah, you do not deserve any of that. You got unlucky. No, you got outperformed. Simple as that, right? Um, your their stars who are not even known yet. They're rookies. Royce Lewis is a rookie. And coming off injury. Coming off injury. Carlos Correa, coming off injury, outperformed George Springer, Vladdy Guerrero, and Bo Bichette. Your three best players got outperformed by a rookie. Yeah, I mean, Royce Lewis obviously won bad pitch, and one good pitch by Gosman led to home runs, which was literally the only offense uh, from game one. So if you look at it at that perspective, it was no, it no, kind of wasn't that bad. I'm not saying... Okay, listen, I'm putting the hitting to the side for a second because we know the story of the year was the hitting. I'm 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 just addressing the other things right now before we get into the hitting, uh, but yeah, it, that was the main issue. Like for me, yeah, at the end of the day, if the Jays had a normal hitting year, even an average hitting year, I would have said we were unlucky because it felt unlucky. I'm not the only one that's saying this too. I'm looking at like uh, online ex- uh, uh, baseball experts and stuff because at the end of the day, that's what it was. Yeah, some breaks weren't. The breaks didn't go our way, but but like you said, and I agree with that. I'm not trying to argue with you here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you were trying to cause me. <laughs> no, no, no. You. But I'm just saying, like, I'm just so pissed off at the team. Like, you don't deserve any. That's slack. what I'm. Like, yeah, you, you that's outper- the point. At the end of the day, you got outperformed. You didn't get unlucky. You got outperformed. Simple as that. Yeah, and uh, hitting wise, especially. Let's go back to game one, Bo Bichette. And listen, me and you are on the same page here again. For once, we're on the same page on pretty much ninety percent of this. Said we should both should not run. Now, obviously, more time to think about it. Listening to, you know, baseball experts, mainly on the Blue Jays side of things. I think it was Madison Shipman, uh, Joe Siddle. The problem for me wasn't that he ran. 
Okay, no, that was the problem. He ran. Yeah. But it was more so like, okay, so there were, okay, so we said he should have not ran. You should have kept it. Yes, in hindsight, we don't know what Chapman would have done. He probably could have grounded out. He probably could have struck out. Any type of out, because it was two outs. Yeah. But we could have given him an opportunity. I guess their reasoning was because it was two outs earlier in the game, it was better to take that risk, especially if he thought that. He, they were saying that, yeah, I saw Luis Rivera, third base coach, put his hand up. They're like, there's no chance Bo looks at that because it's that quick, right? And um, I guess my issue was Bo's done this before and he's been out, right? That's Every my time, number one yeah, issue. Yeah, that's true. And number two issue is like, I don't care who it was, as long if it was Kevin Kiermaier, Dalton Varsho, and at the most, Whit Merrifield. Those are the only three guys I would have been like, go run. Would you yeah. agree with that part? Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. three, because those are the best base runners. Yeah, 100%. I don't consider Bobich our best base runner, as, even though he might be fast. Yeah. And then on top of that, you're challenging Carlos Correa. I get it, off injury, off balance. But it's Carlos Correa, all right? Big time player. He's a big time player. Now, I don't know. Big time I know player. you're going to be like, oh, maybe he's banging from trash cans. That's why. No, no. That's, <laughs> only, when, that's only when he hits. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Carlos Correa made a big time play. That's true. But the issue is he's done that so many times in his career, all right? So. People My opinion was, yeah, just let Chapman hit and live yeah, with Yeah, like, you you guys were struggling against Pablo Lopez. You barely got, you finally got into a position where you have two runners on scoring position. And with the bases loaded, if uh, you stayed, if you didn't get out there. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what could, Chapman could have done. And Chapman was unlucky one, right? And everyone else, no one, no one else I would, uh, other than Chapman, no one else was really unlucky, if, in my opinion. Chapman was the only unlucky one in game one and game two. And uh, I felt like he was swinging the bat well. So maybe he could have done something. But at the same time, Chapman also did some stupid decisions himself, a.k.a. game two where he grounded out into a double play in the bases loaded situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the story of game one. Literally the two home runs. We got a run back, but couldn't capitalize on more. Vladi finally gets an extra base hit. Bo decides to have the worst bout of his career. All three right, of them. All, like, uh, I'm just saying Bo specifically Bo, because Bo Biggio, had two hits earlier. Yeah, Bo, Biggio, and uh, Kirk all had disappointing. three. I think Bo had a three-pitch strikeout. Biggio had a three-pitch strikeout. And uh, Kirk got out on the first pitch. Yeah, so that was story of game one. Um, Obviously frustrating, whatever. We have a chance at this, right? Because I did say 2-1. I don't care how we, we were going to get it. That was literally the story and of the season. Twins have Gosman's number, right? They know how yeah. to pitch against a splitter. I mean, a bat against a splitter. And uh, they basically eliminated his best pitch. Yeah. He, and Gosman started himself too. So I don't know if he was trying to get like a third Those pitch fans himself. saying, oh, why, then why did Gosman start? You still start with Gosman. Gosman was your best Because guess what? If today happens, yesterday, and Gosman wasn't the one pitching, people yeah. are going to be like, well, why and didn't also, you write also, your best guy? if you think about it, 1-1 one, one series, right, going into game three is going to be Gosman. It's going to be the same situation. Say if it's a 1-1 one, one series and Gosman didn't start game one. Say it was Brio's, today Bassett. Right. Yeah. And uh, then. Uh, well, I would have just assumed Gosman would have been game two then. But no, no. But I'm just saying, like, it would have been the same situation. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, somehow the Jays. Like, I would have rather had There's Gosman a stat where one. like the Jays ace for the regular season was fine, and then it comes to the re- playoffs, they shit the bed. And to be honest, yes, Gosman did shit the bed for his standard. But in terms of the team performance, he kept them in it. Yeah. Um, Gosman's performance to his standards was shit the bed. Yeah. Because there was early goals. Game two. Um. Obviously, um, this time I'm at work because obviously, freaking Tuesday, was it Monday or oh, Tuesday? Tuesday call. was not worth it because we'll get to Champions League in a second. That thing ruined it and then that ruined it. Thankfully, personal life, two things good happen. Family volleyball, we won. 
Yeah. And we got another subscriber today. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but outside of that, like in terms of like my personal teams, and this is I'm like this is where I'm like it's just sports. It's just sports. But the huddle, it's, it's the not. huddle meme, huddle and cry position meme comes the, in mind. That, that's what I'm I was gonna right tweet now. that, but then I was a little too late. But game two, Jose um, Brios dealt. Now was dealing. Here's the first. Literally, let's just get the biggest question mark out of the way. Is this the worst thing a manager has done? At least since Blake Snell's situation with Tampa, but or even bigger than that. I think Blake Snell's is worse just because it was a World Series. It was a World Series. But <laughs> similar aspect. Because he did this last year with Gosman, I, I remember. Yeah, he took a Gosman pretty early. Um, I think when Gosman allowed, I don't know if it was one or two on. Yeah, this one was just one but on. But this one was worse because Brios was dealing. Like, absolutely. Like, the Twins were happy they took out Brios. Yeah. Like, that, that's what happened. And uh, yes, analytics, information, data, all that stuff, you need to know that shit. I agree with that. But the issue to is... To a certain extent. No, no. You, okay, let me finish here. It's good. It helps you get prepared and all that stuff, right? You plan out the game accordingly, whatever, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, Joe Settle said this, the games are played by people. Games are played by humans. And uh, simple as that. The thing you know is Berrios is dealing. The thing you don't know is how Kikuchi's going to come out and pitch. Right. Yeah, That's I, what I, at I, the moment you know that Brios is has his best stuff. Yeah, so I was listening to the ESPN one because that's the only one that came on at work. And yeah, A Rod and I forgot the other guy's name, but A Rod was also saying the same thing. That like like when I saw Kakuchi warm up in the second or in the bottom of the like that stretch, I was, I'm like, what the hell? Why? Right? But the starting pitching, you know. I get it. That but time I was then like, I saw Yanis Cabrera. Then I'm like, okay, what the hell? And then I was like, please don't. Because listen, I disagree with you to some extent. I agree with you. Okay, I agree with you in the data and somewhat. But that shit makes you overthink as hell. And clearly it happened today. Right? When it comes to analytics in any sport, for example, hockey. I like it when you see a goalie. Where's the goalie's weak spot? Okay, PD, shoot on Shesterkin's bottom left corner a lot more. Right? That way, I'm perfectly fine with it. So for MLB. For MLB, okay. Is if the pitcher, if the batter can't. Hit high, you yeah exactly. Pitch high. That's fine, but when it comes to like game planning, oh, three guys are around. This is when Brio struggles. Now, to be fair, yes, Brios they, did, Brios yeah. the last two starts did struggle after four innings, right? Like we get that, and I don't know if that's what he took into account. But at the same time, let him have two on base, maybe give up one run. Let him give up one run, right? Because yes, in hindsight, did it work out? No, but it didn't kill you at the same time because it was only two nothing. Right, and that final score was two nothing, which. But at the end of the day, you go look at John Schneider, two nothing was from there. And not 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 only did you overthink that. Now in hindsight, it's twenty twenty. Maybe in that moment, Brios gives up a home run and already makes it two nothing. Right, like we don't know what was gonna happen with Brios in that inning, but you have to live with it because you chose him starter and he's dealing. This is where he's comfortable pitching. He's come home, even though he might be getting booed, but he's come home. Right, because he was a Minnesota twin for like seven years of his career, right? And where it annoys me is same thing with the Blake Snell situation, and I agree with Joe Siddle based on what you are saying. You can't let you over th- let it overthink. If he, you have to, I honestly would treat it like a regular season game in that sense, the pitching wise. Just it's like okay, I trust him to get out of it. He wasn't even struggling when you took him out. He just let one walk on and you take him out. I get it. A lefty is coming up, but then after the lefty, there's two righties. All right, yeah. Um, 
I mean, we basically said this, we're we're on the same page here. Like, yeah. Keep barriers in. Eye test is real, right? The feel yeah. of the game is real. This is why data data and analytics help you prepare for the game, but they don't help you make in-game adjustments. Right? Yeah. You can't predict a baseball game. Exactly. You can't predict a game. It's as simple as that. These games are played by people. Listen, Rachel Dory is the biggest analytics person I know. Not personally, but based on like, because she was hired by the Canucks as an analytics person. Yeah. And she has her own like stats and math podcast about sports and sports betting. She said herself that this is on John Schneider. Yeah. So she knows herself like she's not. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're, like what we're trying to say is that like, Yes, use that stuff to prepare. Obviously, it's going to help. It helps every team, right? It, to a certain extent. But at the same time, you can't use that to predict the game. That's that's what we're trying to say here, both of us. And uh, Berrios was known dealing. The unknown was how is Kikuchi going to perform coming out of bullpen. And, and even, if we, even if we were going to do it, why would you use Kikuchi? First of all, my point here is Meza or Cabrera are bullpen guys. They, all season, they're used to coming in mid-inning, you know, inheriting a guy on base, right? In this case, first base. Kikuchi's a starter. You need to give him a clean inning to come into. That's my, that's another issue too. So they, I think like, yes, if they had that game plan, they still messed up the game plan because they used the wrong pitcher in my opinion. Instead of, and if Kikuchi comes in next inning with a clean inning, gives you two, I think that would have been better. Yeah. Um. So like, there's two issues. One, why'd you take out Brios? Two, why'd you use Kikuchi instead of Meza or Cabrera? If you felt like that was a high leverage moment in the game, and uh, needed some important out here. Kikuchi's not experienced enough all year because he's been pitching in clean innings from the beginning to uh, to pitch out of that situation, whereas Meza and Kobera have been doing it all year. Yeah. Um, what sucks about it is the whole debate of should have been Bassett or Brios, it did not matter. It didn't matter. It was, for me, it was always pick your poison. It was, yes, I get it, Bassett closed out strong and Brios did not, but at the same time, Basse would have been our game three guy, which is perfectly fine, right? And uh, Kikuchi didn't either close out strong himself. Yeah, uh, but the biggest story isn't okay. At the end of the day, as much as that is that, annoying, but that that isn't that decision doesn't cost us a game. That didn't cost it. So Jays have left seventeen runners on base in fifteen innings so far this season. At that point, this tweet was made by Josh Goldberg, and that's the biggest story because everybody's gonna be talking about Schneider should get fired. And I don't get me wrong, we'll get into the end of the Blue Jays. Like, we're not going to go into off-season recap right now, but this is, like, a very quick one after we're done talking about this game. Um, and also, we are Blue Jays fans, so that's why we're also heavy on this series yeah. compared to other ones. Because all the games are on at the same time exactly. as well, so we we don't know much what happened in it. Like, yeah, so just to close, close it off soon here with that game. At the end of the day, this game especially was annoying because I think almost every inning was a ba- except for two had a base runner. And we out-hit them. And we had runners in scoring position in a bunch of them. That's the part that got annoying. Um, George Springer gets a fly out. Uh, Vladdy got picked off. Which oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Vladdy. Okay, let's go there then. There's Vla- one, okay, there was one moment in this series where I felt confident that we could drive in a run. It was when Bo Bichette was on the plate against Sonny Gray, facing him a third time. He's already two for two against him. Yes, Bo Bichette, the previous game, had two hits and messed up the messed up in the eighth inning, right? But those two hits were against different pitchers. This, these two hits were against the same pitcher. So I felt more confident in this one. Your best hitter all year with two on, second and third, all you need is a base hit. Vladdy's freaking focusing on telling Bo to calm down. You got this. Man gets picked off himself. Yeah, I mean, it's it's no, a no, great no. great execution as well. I'm going to say that. Yeah, good because, execution. Because uh, he tipped him well. The crowd obviously helped. Like, um, but it's unacceptable. Korea said it was unacceptable. I'm not taking that away. Yeah. I'm just saying on the on the side of the... On the yeah, Twins, well twins. done. 
Because they executed it perfectly. That's something that Jays usually do. I think it was Bassett who did but it. But at the end of the day, when you look at it, Vladdy wasn't in a... Vladdy was on his heels. Yeah, because they were all on like... Vladdy was on his heels. They were on a 3-2 count so they're all already run mode and that's what he was thinking no, no, he was even I, in I'm run not, mode he I'm, was even run mode he was just on his heels he was just standing there like nothing's happening yeah I'm not defending it like I said um, that was I wasn't as confident as that one as much as I was on the in the bases loaded where Chapman fouled it off by a foot and I'm confident in my best hitter that's why no I'm yeah I'm just saying that that one I'm like oh yeah I could. I, I had a feeling Chapman was gonna do something I heard it like on my headphone and I was like oh let's go and then foul and then literally double play I'm a classic. But right? yeah, uh, just to wrap things up, right? Um, your top four, right? You know how every team, first I'm going to say this point, pitching and defense wins, you know, obviously bullpen, strong bullpens, you know, helps win World Series. You know what another thing helps win World Series? Home runs. Banging trash cans. I'm kidding. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Home runs, right? And... Uh, um, the Twins did that and the Blue Jays didn't. The Blue Jays, every lineup usually has three, four guys where like, okay, these are the guys we rely on. These guys are be the ones that's going to carry us, right? The Blue Jays don't have one and th- that's a postseason performer. Springer's old. His contract is, honestly, he's not living up to his contract, right? Yeah. 100%. Vladdy ain't that guy. Bo, I could still believe that, but one thing that I learned in this postseason I'm not gonna say I'm not I'm not gonna be the one to say trade Vladdy, get rid of him, but I'm gonna say this much: Vladdy ain't a guy, ain't your guy. As simple as that. Yeah. So and, uh, before we get to me that, personally, before we get to that, honestly, I don't think Vladdy should be batting in the top four. Next, before we get next to year. The, before we get to that, those the trades that we made, I'm still in favor of them in hindsight because that's what helped our defense and our pitching. Yes, did we give up too much for Varsho? Sure, but Varsho is also for a future, and I, I'm fine. I'm fine with living with that. Right now, I get it in hindsight, it looks stupid because they've got the Diamondbacks now. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm sure Gur- the Varsha had the most offensive run saved. Yeah, Guriel yeah. was in the negative, which means chances are those runs that Varsha saved would have been runs against the Jays if it was Guriel. Right? Same thing with obviously Kiermaier signing is different, he worked out the best. So, yeah, okay, let's go to that very quick. Two things first, before we get to that, what you just said, John Schneider. Listen, this is my quick thought on it. I'm I'm okay now. I'm a little off board of it. Now I'm like, okay, if you fire him, I'm fine with it because of today's decision was way too overthought, and he did that during the regular season a lot. However, if you're talking about the whole regular season, I don't blame Schneider as much as I'm blaming the players, all nine whoever come up to bat, especially their big guys, right? Because we're not getting the clutch hits, and funny thing is, Vladdy's the one at that regular season who's getting those clutch hits for the most of the season. Yeah. Um. Other outside of that, no one really stepped up. Matt Chapman, great April, fell off, fell off a cliff. Whit Merrifield after the All Star break, fell off. Okay, not after All Star break. In a September. month after the All Star break, fell he was off. fine in August. Uh, September is fell, fell off. off. Um, George Springer in the middle was bad, but he picked it up. He finished went out the regular 35, season. But he, then he finished up very strong in the regular went season. Went over five in game one, so it fell off. Yeah. So John Schneider. Do you think he gets fired, or do you I, should he I, get fired? I, for me, or should Shapiro and those guys, Atkins, whoever? I don't even know who the GM is. Atkins and Shapiro are the leaders. So, but I don't think it's on Schneider. Yes, I'll tell you this much: it wasn't. This wasn't a Schneider only decision. The the thing Schneider has to face it because he's the manager. But this was a team decision. You could tell that because Gucci was getting ready before the game even started. Yeah. So this was a 
full-on pre-players between were, uh, probably Pete Walker, their analytics department, John Schneider, and Don Mattingly. Players like this is all meaning. Like Barry was new. Barry was new. I'm pretty sure he was gonna come out of the game. Players were surprised. He didn't, but the way he was playing, he didn't want to come out. Yeah, no, players were surprised. Said it perfectly. He's like, I hated it, but that didn't cost us this game. But I still hated it because the at the end of the day, they're human. And again, I get it. The professionals that just shouldn't make them not hit the ball in the clutch moment. But it takes a little bit out of them for a second, right? Yeah. Um, especially then you derail and get two runs. John does John get fired? Simple as that. Me personally, I don't think he should. Because I don't think it was on him fully. Maybe the, the only thing he could probably done maybe adjusted lineups, batting lineups. But realistically, you can't go out there and guy tell the guy to swing the bat. Well, you yeah. su- surprised if he does get fired? No, I won't be surprised. But I personally, the problem. Okay, I personally wouldn't fire him. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. About. Obviously, instant reaction is fire him right because of that. Um, I agree with you 100% about the batting. This is the For me, as far as the hitting coach, it's not, I don't know how much Mattingly has in that because he's a hitting coach. Yeah. But I don't know because he's more of a bench coach. Whoever's a hitting coach is fire him because the Buffalo guys came in and were hitting. So hire the Buffalo guys or something, right? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, if John gets fired, I won't be mad about it. I'm like, not going to be mad. Right? Like, this is not a 10 Hag situation for yeah. me. Um, and now, okay, flip side. Let's, let's talk about this. I think Vladdy has to... Listen... I have a buddy of mine, who, uh, the one that watches it every episode, saying that, like, listen, the only reason why he doesn't want to trade Vladdy is because he's probably going to go somewhere, and or if you don't even extend him, he goes going to go somewhere else and do this. And I get that. So this is my reasoning for this. He has two years, I think, which is perfect. He has one more chance for me. So you, that, he, he has, has one, one more chance, chance for you. and then you trade him. So, so if, you, he, if he does the same thing. If he does the same thing? Because right now in 2021, it's an anomaly. We expected 2021 to continue. It regressed. It regressed. I've seen the stats. It regressed a little bit yes, last year and a lot this year. It regressed. No, it regressed. Yeah, I would say. I would say a little bit last uh, he year. He went from 311 average to that, I still believe got robbed for MVP that year, Yeah. Uh, to 274 last year to 260 around here this year for batting average. Home runs went from 48 to 30 plus last year, which is still fair. Yeah. To barely Now, to 20. be fair, the 40 plus were also in minor league ballparks. But the swing was good. Don Eden and Solomon. The, sw- the swing yeah. was good. It was, but the I'm saying swing, you can't ignore. He the was home run. mechanically, he was good. Yeah, but I'm the, saying you can't ignore the number I, I, of because of that either for home run numbers. Yeah, home run numbers. No, no, I, I, I can't because because the no. swing and mechanic wise, he's different than now than he was then, and his chase rate, all that stuff, you know, making good decisions was good then, terrible now, and this year is barely hitting 20 home runs. His OPS over 1,000. To I think around eight hundred last year, barely hitting seven hundred this year. Yeah, like once he's upon a time, once upon a time this is Vladdy's team, and now it's Bo's team, right? And Bo is signed up. He's Bo is, he's Bo is there fine. For three I'm still years. fine with Bo, but I'm just saying Vladdy. If you're telling me your big guys are Springer, Vladdy, and Bo, there's an issue because they have not shown anything other than probably Bo. For right? me, I, I could still put Springer in leadoff. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Springer. Power production may not be there. He still he still makes contact sometimes. I'm fine with Springer. Right? I, I don't. That, Belt, that's a fair contract for him. Belt still. being your number two is an issue. You got to figure that out. He's number gonna probably retire. Huh? He's probably gonna retire. Is he? He's a free agent. He said I'm gonna contemplate with my family. Oh, then he's technically uh, a free agent. He is a free agent. Yeah. And uh, Bo Bichette and Vladdy. I I personally believe that Vladdy could still be a part of this team. But Vladdy is gonna be a filler. That's what that's what I'm thinking right now. Listen, do whatever you did to get yourself in shape and whatever you did exactly 
in 2021. Yeah. You do that now, you'll you'll be fine. Simple as but that. But I believe that when next season starts, I don't care who you sign, who you don't sign, Vladi should be hitting no higher than fifth. Yeah. Well, right now, obviously, we're in our because fields a little bit. Because he ain't that guy. He ain't that guy. Yeah. It's simple as that. That's the problem, right? And... Listen, this is my one. La- I'm giving him one more opportunity. That's it. That but year, if, if we that, do trade, no that, one on this team is. Uh, wait, yeah. no one on this team is untouchable. No one, literally no one. That's in the major leagues right now. Obviously, guys like Ricky Tiedemann are a different story. So if Vladi could get traded, I'm fine with it, depending on the return. Yeah. Right, but if it's Vladi for Pete Alonso, eh? No, that no. one's meh because th- okay. people are favoring that because of the 40 home runs. Yeah, yeah. I think. Starting pitching wise, you're still fine, but you still gotta sign someone just for like that reason. Because to be fair, we also got lucky for health reasons as well, yeah. Open and starting pitching wise, and uh, so you, you still gotta make those same signings, you know, to fill out your pitching parts. But like, as simple as this, right? Do you throw your money at Shoyatani? I don't know, I don't know if you can. Uh, do you trade for Juan Soto? I don't know if you can or not, but you gotta figure it out because. They, these your top three guys cannot be the same because if they are the same, uh, I feel like it's gonna be a same cycle repeating itself. I of, better see a major a mediocrity like of barely making the playoffs and getting bounced first round. Yeah, and also to finish off my point about Vladdy, that year when he entered his MLB MVP year, he started batting fifth. He moved his way up the lineup. Yeah, yeah, and get rid of the antics have to end with Vladdy especially. Um, that's getting annoying. Fuck the champagne showers. I don't care anymore. Yeah. No more. Because it looks embarrassing the way they've been doing it for the last two years. I don't care. This is why I hate it. This is this moment right here, why we're sitting here, is why I hate it. Yeah. You bounce out of the wild card. Do it after the wild card. I don't care. Yeah. Not for you to get in the playoffs, especially your guys' team. But yeah, let's move on to... Um, we can talk about this all day, but let's move on to some other wild card yeah. series. Very quickly, last question. What? Which of the free agents currently in the Blue Jays would you be willing to bring back? Jordan Hicks? Jordan Hicks. Um, Next question. Kevin Kiermaier. Huh? Probably Ke- hitting-wise Kevin Kiermaier, but I'd definitely bring back Jordan Hicks. Okay. The rest, you're like, fine. Wait, rest, Matt could walk? Ryu could walk? You could walk. Ryu, you could probably give him a one year if you want. And uh, because he still did well. He's old. And we don't know what, we don't know what the hell Manoa's going to be doing. Uh, next year as well so we'll see what happens but we have four guys locked up in their starters hopefully they stay healthy next year hopefully our bullpen stays healthy we'll be back the issue is we got lucky this year with them staying healthy but let's move on to other because we spent a lot of time on the Blue Jays yeah we had to we'll clip this zone yeah yeah and uh, next up another disappointing team the Tampa Bay Rays yeah who clinched pretty easily had a historic start historic start got bounced by the Rays yes the Rays have, I mean, got bounced by the Rangers in two. The Rangers are proving fashion. now why we picked them. In, in dominating at, fashion. Yeah. The Rangers now prove why we picked them to win it. And, uh, <laughs> Not win they, it, make they, the they World could, Series when yeah. the trade deadline ended. And uh, they could only get stronger here because Scherzer could potentially return. I don't know if it's maybe late ALDS or ALCS, early ALCS. But if it's late ALDS, that's a big, big return there. We don't, I, don't, I still don't know about the Grom. And uh, but yeah no dominating fashion Jordan Montgomery Nathan Avaldi, uh outpitched Tyler Glass now and Zach Eflin yeah and uh, yeah I think it was seven zero seven one. The Rangers offense is real right Simeon Seager Adolis Garcia all these guys are legit players and uh, this, is, this is why we yeah like you said this is why we picked the Rangers in uh, during midseason to uh, make it out of the American League. It doesn't help when you have like 
19,000 people at the Trop, and I don't know how many were there today because I didn't watch that game. But, but yeah, um, Rays are kind of like the Jays. Last two years, they both got O2'd. Yeah. Bounced in the wild card Listen, both times. For it, the Rays, even the Jays, they just need to win the division. That's their best bet. Avoid the wild card at all costs next year. Because on paper, especially the Jays, depending on what they do, and the Rays, and the Yankees, and all the... AL East clearly became overrated just like that. <laughs> the hardest division in baseball is all out except the Orioles because they this, still have to this play. This just shows MLB playoffs, anything could happen. Yeah. And obviously, you know, going moving on to the NL, we know anything could happen. But just quick thoughts. How Do you think the Rays were more disappointing or the Jays were more disappointing? Preseason expectations was the Jays. Yes. Postseason after the regular season. Based off regular season. Based off what you've seen. Rays. Rays. You can get. You can't Even get your with ass the injuries. Kicked. You can't get your ass kicked. Even with the injuries. Yeah, you can't get your ass Even kicked. Even with the Wander Franco situation, McClanahan. Can't injury. get your ass kicked. Can't get your ass kicked. Can't get your ass kicked. Okay. You can't tell me Jose Siri. I don't care if he came back from injury. Does that? What he did in game one. Yeah. The air four errors in a game is unacceptable. Yeah, that's true. All right. The Jays. Yeah. The reason why the Jays were not disappointing enough for me is because they did the exact same thing in the regular season. Jays got outclassed, Rays shot themselves in the foot. Exactly. Like, there's no way you can tell me you lose 7-1 to with those pitching guys pitching because those are not the injured pitchers as well. So, for me, it's the Rays, but don't get me wrong, the Jays are disappointing but heavily from it, pre but that's but, from but, preseason But to your point there, McClanahan would have been a starter. That's fine, but Eflin had a great year and Glasnow had a good year too. Yeah, but McClanahan's different. And four errors... Does yeah. not, that can't, you can't that can't happen, happen. I, I agree with happen. you but I'm just saying McClanahan was the biggest loss and you were home but then your home doesn't mean that shit that doesn't matter <laughs> but yeah so the Rangers and the Twins you want to complete the AL or you want to go to the NL first go to the NL go to the NL yeah so like I mentioned before MLB playoffs anything could happen and uh, the Brewers let's go to the obvious one the oh, let's go to the obvious one first the, let's go to the obvious one first let's close up strong okay fine alright um, nothing to say about this this was expected yeah that's it uh, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola did their thing. And this is what I expected the Rays to do. The yeah. Not not with their pitching. I expected a little bit less from them. Uh, I'll be honest with you, no. Rangers have way better offense and a better team than they are than the Marlins. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola did their thing. Uh, the freaking Phillies look like a complete team right here. They have a good bullpen. They have some strong hitters. Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, uh, Alec Bohm. Kyle Schorber if he returns to form. And uh, yeah, they just whooped the Miami Marlins and sent them back packing. Yeah, that's it. Uh, nothing much to say. Miami, good job. You made it to the World Series or the World the Series playoffs, card. the playoffs, the wild card. Um, but let's see if we could Sandy Alcantara and next year. Let's see how he shout does. Shout out to your GM as well. Make some big moves. Luis Arias trade for Pablo Lopez. Maybe we should get rid of our <laughs> whole, except for Pete Walker stuff because. Uh, the person that was coaching Miami was Don Mattingly <laughs> before he joined our bench class job. Yeah, but that's when my that's when they were struggling, right? No, I think last. I think the year they made one. At they the got fired. He got fired like a year into the year, so I don't no, know if it was we'll last, last season. But, but yeah, yeah, no shout out to your GM again, yeah. first woman GM to make the wild card, right? And she made she made a big trade with a Luis Arise Pablo Lopez trade. Yeah, and it worked out for win, you guys. Win win. Yeah, you made the wild card. Obviously. Twins won, but like at the end of the day, the Phillies are there's no Phillies are no joke. Yeah, and they were, they were my team from the NL, and uh, yeah. Moving on to why I, my third time saying this. Yeah, MLB playoffs, anything could happen. 
because Arizona Diamondbacks first time making it. Corbin Carroll hitting multiple home runs. I think I think he. Hit, I'm not sure, but for sure he had one home run, and uh, Gabby Moreno with a home run, and they sweep the Brewers. So down three nothing in the first game, came back six three. Yeah, Gabby Moreno homered, Corbin Carroll homered, Kettle Marte homered, Kettle Marte homered. Uh, yeah, you know anything could happen. I, I and they did. They won game one without Zach Gallen or Merrill Kelly pitching. And you have Evan Longoria think, looking like he's 20 years old again. Oh, yeah. What a play by him. <laughs> yeah. I saw that play. Uh, but, yeah, no. Um, I feel like the Brewers, like the Rays and Jays, just disappointed uh, and uh, frustrated. I'm pretty sure their fans are frustrated. Again, the team's frustrated. They've been like this the last Brewers are up 2 nothing again, and then yeah. shot it. So. And, uh, yeah, and then the Arizona Diamondbacks left their best pitcher for game two, and he got the job done along with their hitting. Yeah, so um, young team, young team on the come up the br- clearly. Upside um, of the Brewers, but let's see how much they improve from this because obviously I don't expect some of the other teams to be where they were, but then that's offseason issues. Because let's just go with this: that uh, Milwaukee um, had a Jays type year. They were been like the For Jays me, last two or three years as well. Yeah, simple. They had the, the difference is the Jays had to work their ass to get to this spot. There were there were more of the twins in terms of the division. They were right? in there, yeah, yeah. So, at least with the Jays, we could say they worked their ass off to get in there as much as disappointing they were. This team was there chilling and couldn't do much because Arizona had to fight their way in as well. Yeah, it doesn't help uh, that Corbin Burns chokes, and it also doesn't help that your second-best pitcher in uh, Brandon Woodruff is injured. But Freddie Peralta still is capable starter. And uh, they just didn't get the job done. I think Freddie Peralta had a decent game. I'm not sure. Did you check his numbers? Of a game two starter from Milwaukee. Uh, just the Jays. But, yeah, no, Milwaukee, like, last missed 0-2 this year against a young new team. Missed the playoffs last year. I think they got out on the, they got out on the wild card again the he year shot before. It. Three hits, yeah, four yeah. earned. In the fifth inning. Okay, yeah. So he had a good start. It just after that it yeah. fell off. That's that was like a classic Brios regular season closing moment. Yeah, yeah. But um, okay. Let's just go there. Uh, playoffs. Let's go get right into it. All right, ALDS, NLDS. We'll start off with the AL. The Baltimore Orioles make their. Oh, you're in the AL. Okay. Yeah, make a so a lot of their people make their uh, postseason debut against the Texas Rangers, who somewhat a lot of people are making their debut too. Outside of like Seager, Simeon, I guess. Yeah. And then your pitchers. But right now, my biggest question mark for Orioles was going to be starting pitching. But at the same time, the other guys, the Texas Rangers, don't really have their starting pitching fully healthy as well. So I feel like it's an even matchup there. Hitting-wise, offense-wise, I feel like it's also... I feel like this would be a good series, in I'm my going, opinion. I'm going... I'm going to, let's just get right into it. I'm going Texas 3-2. 3-2 Texas? 3-2 Texas. Um, I'm going back to my bandwagon pick again after... Even though I'm the one who said Texas will be a good team this year at the beginning of the year. Um, the hitting proved it. I think I just think the Orioles are way too young. But I think they're going to be like the Sacramento Kings of the MLB where they were young, first time in the playoffs, but make it competitive as hell. Now, I get it. They have home field. Cam Neers is a sick park. Don't get me wrong. I... Um, I'm just going with my gut. I'm just going, Texas will get this one 3-2. Anything could happen, right? And, yeah, I think they're just, this is how it's, I think yeah, that's how it's going to end it. For me, the biggest issue with Texas is how are you going to, 
you gotta steal one of game one and two and try to get these games back to like Jordan Montgomery and Nathan Avaldi. Yeah. Because it's clear they're not be- they're not the game one and two starters. Uh, maybe game two where you could get uh, Jordan Montgomery because he pitched he pitched on Tuesday, but ah, uh, it's a tough one for me. I don't I don't I don't know, I do not know. But I I I feel like Texas will get it done three one. Yeah, I'm going three two, which means congratulations, Baltimore Orioles. You guys are moving to the next round. Yeah, probably at this rate, like <laughs> with our predictions, with are going. our predictions. But, but no, like yeah, no. I generally feel like if as long as they keep this hitting going, and this is a weaker starting pitching, and they lost Felix Bautista to close, that's a big loss. Um, that is a so big loss. that's why I'm going Texas three two. Yeah, Houston, I, Minnesota. Um, this one's easier for me. Houston, no, I, I think. The, I think they just return to form. Just return to form. No, okay, no. This could be a this could be a trap game. This Minnesota team finally won a series since 02. You were probably not even born. No, you were born. You're not even you're not even six months at the time. 04, I think. No, they won a series. Oh, since 02. Okay, yeah. 02, I think. So you were barely alive because the playoffs are obviously after yeah, your yeah. your birthday. Um, this could be a trap, right? Like like they, they're on a high. They got they got Carlos Correa revenge. See a thing coming for him. We'll see what Maybe happens, teach yeah. him how to tra- bang some trash cans over there. <laughs> um, okay, I think we should stop with the cheating jokes now. <laughs> I think it's like uh, I didn't make a single one. Surprisingly, 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 I didn't make a single one. Um, I'm going three-one Houston still. I'm going upset. This is like this is like uh, Seattle for last year for me, but I'm giving them. I'm a going win. upset. I'm going with the Minnesota Twins three-two, uh, and getting the job done. Uh, Royce Lewis, I swear to God, you better be hitting home runs in this series. And uh, yeah, these uh, these uh, these twins rookies just figured it out right away. Postseason baseball, Royce Lewis, Edward Julian, uh, Carlos Correa. Hope if he's getting back healthy, will be a part of that mix. And uh, they've probably kind of formed their own little thing, uh, their own little power three, power four. You know, their big four in hitting wise. Uh, yes, Astros are experienced, but Verlander does struggle in the playoffs. That is true. That is a fact. Yeah. Um, these this this Astros team is is very experienced. Yes, but like I don't know, this this regular season was different for them because usually they're comfortable coming into the playoffs, right? Where they have no stress and all that stuff. But I feel like this year might be a little bit different. So the Twins are on a high, like you said. Um, their pitching looks great. Their bullpen is obviously insane. Issue. I have with the twins is I don't know who your third guy is after Lopez and uh, that's Sonny that's Gray. where I'm going down with it. Um, Kyle Tucker, great year. Is Jordan back? Jordan Alvarez, yeah. yeah I and think he should be back. Yeah. Framber, right? Framber, Verlander. Yeah, I, I think the experience will get him here. I think it's gonna be an all divisional matchup. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But I'm going, I'm going with upset. I'm feel like, I feel like maybe there's a. These breaks might get to these guys as well. Yeah, no, true. But there's five games, not three. Yeah, it's so five games as well. It's tough. It's a tough one to predict. So I'm going 3-1 Houston. You're going 3-2 Minnesota? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Moving on. NL. Uh, division matchups, both of them. And probably my projected series of uh, the World Series playoffs, of the MLB playoffs, is going to be the Philadelphia Phillies and Atlanta Braves. The best wildcard team versus the best team in baseball who 
if the Atlanta Braves weren't there, it was probably Philadelphia Phillies winning that division. But these guys, they have stud starters. Oh, wow. They're both divisional matchups. Yeah, Diamondbacks mm-hmm. and the others as well. But yeah, no. Um, Spencer Strider. I think Max Fried might be healthy. Same with Charlie. I think Charlie Morton. I think Max Fried will be coming back. Charlie Morton still might be out. And uh, yeah, like uh, the one thing that Phillies added that I really liked, obviously, in the offseason, but I'm talking about trade deadline, was a third pitcher and Michael Lorenzen. Yeah. Right? So I feel like I'm confident that their pitching has gone up. Last year, they did beat the Atlanta Braves to go through as well. And I believe that history is going to repeat itself. I said it before. I said in the preseason, I believe the Phillies are making it back to the World Series. And I'm going to go with the Phillies 3-2. When the Dodgers played the Padres last year, what was the series? The Padres won 3-1, 3-1, I believe, yeah. Okay, no, because I, I don't remember. That's the vibe though. you're going with. I could see a little bit, but no, uh, I'm I'm going the opposite. I'm going. Uh, How's that the vibe? The year before Dodger beat the Padres. No, I'm just saying the vibe of last year because um, Dodgers were the best team by far, and the wild card team in the same division beat them. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm. But I'm going. I'm going Atlanta. I think they're just way too good. Um, yes, they, they may have coasted because <laughs> to the end of the season. Which is weird because the Jays somehow swept them earlier in the year, but um, yeah, they did. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm going with Atlanta. I'm going three one. I think a revenge season. B, they've just been so good that you're telling me that the years they're all their players put up, Acuna MVP most likely, you know Matt Olson, you know their pitching staff. Yeah, Matt everybody. Olsen, Matt Olson making like playing like that. Freddie Freeman was never there. Exactly. That's how well Matt Olson. I'm going three one Atlanta. I think uh, I want one. I'm kind of want to see because I'm not go to the other one because I want to see Atlanta Dodgers matchup, like actual best on best head head to head. And so I'm sorry, Arizona, you're uh, your time. Yeah, 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 you're, over. Already, you're already getting it done. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm. You know what? I'm calling that one a sweep. I'm calling that one a sweep. Okay. I'm calling that one a sweep. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, uh, Dodgers. Quick finish point on Atlanta. One thing that's a little bit different from them that will probably have more hope than they did last year is Ronald Acuna's. Finally had a healthy year. Yeah. Right? So that's a big add there for sure. But yeah, moving on to the other side, Dodgers and the uh, Diamondbacks. Uh, the Dodgers had a lot of... There are question they, marks for sure. A lot of question marks. Obviously, Kershaw's still there. Kershaw will pitch. I know Urias is out. But after that, there's no Urias. There's no How did Walker. Lance Lynn do? Huh? I, I, don't I didn't know. hear anything egregious, so I think yeah. he's fine. Is he even healthy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that too. I was. Like, I need to call a sweep, and this is the most this likely is your sweep. sweep for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm still going with the Dodgers. Three one. Yeah. But I'm just saying, after Kershaw, I don't know who you, you really have. Where because Walker Bueller is not healthy. He's not healthy. Or he has, for obviously reasons why, uh, is not pitching. But you guys could Google that. Tony We're not going to bring it up. Tony Gonsolin's injured himself. Dustin Mays injured himself. Bobby Miller, the rookie, who came up as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, your bullpen's decent. It's Brought back Joe Kelly. Brought back <laughs> Joe Kelly. You have Ryan Yarbrough. You have uh, Alex Vesia, the freaking guy that celebrated like crazy. I forgot his name. Bruce Star Gatterall. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Cody Banger made that catch against the Padres two years ago. So, but yeah, my question is starting uh, starting pitching for them. Listen, Diamondbacks are way too young for me. 
as well. I'm going the same exact logic with the other guys. Yes, um, they have Evan Longoria. I get it. Old man Evan Longoria. But at the end of the day, like as good as what's his name is, Corbin Carroll was, as good as Lourdes Gurukanakis slowed down after the second half of the year. And whoever else is on that roster, Kettle obviously. Marte. Kettle Marte. Don't get me wrong. It's not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I just think I understand that they're missing pieces. I'm strictly believe like Dave Roberts and we'll have that team in check. You still have Freddie Freeman and you still have Mookie Betts. And Will Smith. Um, and a Will Smith and a Max Monsi and whoever else. JD Martinez. JD well. Martinez, right? And you have winners everywhere. Yeah, you, right? have, winners you have winners everywhere. everywhere. And uh, that's the reason why I'm going with a sweep. I think offensively, they're going to outperform out offense those guys down there. Yeah, that I makes get sense. it, Zach Gallen and the great pitchers. Again, postseason jitters or something else with pitchers. Yeah, as that's well. true. And Especially playing at Dodgers. Yeah, Dodger I agree Stadium. with you. I said uh, Dodgers 3 1. Yeah, yeah. But okay, I so won't be surprised if an yeah. upset happens. But I'm, I'm, that's what this I'm one, say. I'll be more surprised. I'll, I know you won't be surprised. I, I will be surprised. surprised. I will be surprised for this yeah. one for sure. I won't be surprised on the AL side at all. Yeah, yeah, I will because uh, for me Texas is the favorite for me. Yeah, um, I won't be surprised if Orioles do it. This is the one where I'll be the most surprised because I could see Philly beating Atlanta as well, which as my tough it would be. Um, overall, um, I guess based on this, let's just tell our World Series predi- new World Series prediction. Who was your original one? Is it the same still? I don't even know who my original one is. Oh, you did Astros versus Braves rematch. No, I didn't. Did you not? No, I didn't. Because I did raise I Dodgers. Phillies, no? Sorry, yeah. Phillies rematch. Yeah, that one. Against Astros? Yeah. Yeah, I'm switching that. I, oh. don't, I don't... Because I, t- I took the Astros out. <laughs> I okay. said Twins upset. <laughs> oh, yeah. True. So... I'm going Braves-Rangers I'm going back to my mid-season prediction. The Phillies and Rangers. Phillies and Rangers. <laughs> I'm going back to that one and I'm not changing it now. I'm going to Rangers. I changed it too many times. I go to Rangers. I'm going back to the Rangers. And the question is, do I jump off the Dodgers bandwagon and go to Atlanta is the question. And I'm, I'm going to stick with the Dodgers. I'm going to still so stick with the Dodgers. So you're going Dodgers, Rangers, I'm going... I, it might change depending yeah. on how each team performs in their respective series, but, which we'll come back to in but yeah, my weeks. My revised one was the one that I had midseason yeah. when we did the MLB midseason tier list, yeah. which was Phillies and Rangers. And okay. yours is Rangers and Dodgers. Yeah. So, book that. We'll probably have to change it next week because we'll probably be wrong again. But hey, anyone that wants to sports bet, do not listen to us. Go to the opposite. Now, that being said, do not listen to us either. Do whatever your heart tells you to do. Yeah, don't don't listen to us. <laughs> but if you're going to listen to us, I would suggest not to gamble because we don't gamble. But you do you. We're, we yeah, don't yeah. control you. But that's our message to you guys. If you do gamble, 18 plus or 19 plus, I believe. But yeah. That's how you know we don't gamble because exactly. really we don't, we don't even know the age. age. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Moving, moving last thing with the oh, MLB. Yeah, yeah, you go. Huh. Last thing with the MLB. I was about to say the same thing, but let's go. Um, let's just hope this is where um, John Schneider does not end up. And let's just hope John Schneider ends up as the Padres coach because pa- um, Melvin will return as manager. That's what has been announced. San Diego Padres president about baseball operations. Wait, so you GM. want Schneider to go to Padres? No, the fate. Okay. Yeah. So he doesn't get fired. Oh, so he doesn't get so fired. So he okay, gets a yeah, backing. Yeah. He gets a backing. Well, you sounded like it sounded like the way you worded it, it sounded like Schneider. No, no, to I said Padres. let's just hope he doesn't get. Yeah. Um, he hopes he gets the same right, fate to as the, Melvin. To make the long story short, and then Padres are keeping their manager. And Angels fire their manager. No yeah. surprise. Phil Nevin is gone. Ruined my moment. And. Uh, you're, you're taking too long on your moment. 
That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay, Nevin, uh, according to the GM, not to blame for team's latest flop, but at the end of the day, they're doing the whole Chelsea United thing right now. Um, How many managers I could go through exactly. before I become relevant um, myself? Guardians, Francona officially steps down, so he technically did not retire when we yeah, did yeah, yeah. last episode. And uh, as rightfully so, Diamondbacks are extending their GM. Makes sense. 100% makes sense. And uh, yeah, so that should probably recap our MLB. Um, excited that playoffs are back. You know, obviously, I would say the Jays and Twins probably had the closest games. Yeah, I mean, they were close games, but as a Jays fan, frustrated as fuck. But Diamondbacks and... I'm Brewers, sorry, Mom, I'm swearing, but I, uh, I'm pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I told you not to swear. Um, Diamondbacks and Brewers game one was probably one of the better ones. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for runs, overall, for sure. Overall runs, but the close games yeah, were but the I Jays. feel like all four of these series will have some close games in it. They'll be better games than they were in the wild card. And uh, yeah, post for you guys don't like baseball casuals like us kind of before we got into I'll say like two years ago when we were like kind of baseball casuals. The one thing I net the one thing I did watch was postseason baseball. Watch playoff baseball, the atmosphere, as long as you're not it's watching. Way, it's different. You're lucky because Tampa's out, so you don't need to watch the trop yeah. outside of Tampa. Any spot will be fun to watch. It hits different. It, it definitely hits different, hits different, for sure. But yeah, let's move on to quick fire. No, let's go to soccer, then quick fire. All right, fine. Go soccer, to soccer, then quick fire. Um, we have to talk about the updated VAR. Yeah. So let's just start with that. Updated VAR. So those of you guys that missed it, massive news happened with Liverpool um, and the f- f- uh, Tottenham game where Luis Diaz scored after a red card, I believe. Offside. But no, no, I said after a uh, red. After they were red down, card, they Luis, were down. Luis Diaz scored a goal. But it was labeled was off, offside, offside. And after VAR check was offside, which me and you were confused. But we're like, whatever, we're Man United fans, who cares? But we were surprised. Until what we witnessed after the game and then after next po- last pods. Um, Even during the game, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, we knew we're like, okay. When we watched it, we're like, okay, yo, that's, that's close. It probably should be onside, right? And uh, instantly, next freaking the, the transition happened on screen. Games back in play, we're like, we're like, what the That's hell? That's it, it was way too quick. Yeah. So, um, the VAR audio audio right? comes out. It's before the audio even comes out. PGMOL, I think it's the organization for VAR or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apologize, saying that it's a mistake. Blah blah blah. Yeah, we covered most of this yeah. stuff last pod. And but what's new is the VAR audio came out. So the VAR audio comes out, and it's just them analyzing the offside. They did it pretty quick. They did a good job technically. With the with the process, the process, yeah. the ex- execution of delivery at the end wasn't great because they thought it was onside. They thought it was a goal. They right? thought it was. They thought it was yeah. an onside given goal. Clean goal. Whereas they were like, okay, yeah, you're good to go, right? Yeah, you're good to go. So the wording was off. Clearly, the communication. The was communication off. was off. So ref starts the game. And so then, so the VAR head was like, good, good to go. Let's go. And then this guy in the back saying. Uh, you're saying that's offside. You're saying that's offside, like, type of thing. And uh, yeah, it, the communication wasn't there, and uh, it was pathetic. As simple as that. Mm, right? VR is a joke because what happened after that was they realized that they messed up yeah. clearly, and uh, so they're like, "Oh, it's too late." They started the game. That's bullshit to me. You yeah, could the, you could easily tell the ref, "Hey, that was a goal. Just go back, add another four, two minutes." I was played. Get the call right. Because you're already calling 20 minute extra injury times, anyways. Get the call right. Exaggerated, like maybe like 10. But get but the call right. Yeah, <laughs> just get the call right and go. Listen, I know for a fact if this happened to Manchester United, non Manchester United fans slash haters are going to 
and be like, eh, man, you know, I got what they deserve, blah, 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 right? So part of me doesn't give a shit. Part of me doesn't. But at the same time, I'm with Mark Goldbridge. It's the integrity of the game that's being questioned. And this is egregious. This is egregious. This is right. Doesn't matter. Massive. Doesn't matter what. I do not like Liverpool. And everybody knows that Jeevan and his family are Liverpool fans, right? And uh, so we're at the same time, we're like, eh, I don't care too much for it. But at the same time, the egregiousness of it is annoying because A, if this happens to United, we would be pissed. We know that side it's, of things. It's a disgrace. So Gary Neville is just like, I don't know why they're taking so long. They, they just messed up. Move on from it, right? No. Like, if I'm, like, I agree 100% with Mark Goldbridge. And it, keep in mind, these two are Man United people I'm talking about it's here. It's a disgrace. What I'm saying is, Goldbridge is like, they need to take it further because Klopp definitely says just do a replay. And at this point, you might have to. You might. Because it was such a missed call and never happened before. You have VAR for a reason, right? This, is, this isn't like back in the day when people would get pissed off at Man United or Barcelona um, for missed offsides or given offsides when they were not offside, right? This one, you have the technology to prove it. You proved it, but you r- used the wrong wording. Like, you should have said good goal or something like that. And then that you notice that you messed up, and I don't know who the head of these VAR guys were. They're like, no, it's too late. The game already started. It's an effing disgrace. It's a disgrace. Right. As Joven, if you guys don't know the uh, thing, go watch the disgrace game highlights of Chelsea and Barcelona. Then you'll know what Drogba said. Yeah, um, but no, 100% agree with you. 100% agree with the gold bridge. And uh, because VAR, I could give you some slack with the penalties and red cards. Offsides, you don't deserve any slack. No. You just got to figure it out. Like, the rule is, if the guy's behind a defender, right, it's onside. Yeah. Right? And it's you could legit stop the game, pause it, look at the play. Luis Diaz was clearly onside. Yeah. Right? And they deemed it to be onside, <laughs> but the the issue was... They thought the on-field decision was a good goal. So yeah. they said, oh, it's good to go. But they're like, oh, it was offside. Yeah. So, so they messed up. They mixed it up. The communication was poor. And uh, honestly, and they were the VR guys were hung up to dry because they were trying to fix it. And then whoever the head guy was. The head VR guy ruined it, yeah. Yeah. So like I said, um, big Man United fans, this pisses us off too. Um, and I don't care. We're, we're, we're not talking about fandom here or anything. We're yeah. just talking about strictly the game of soccer, yeah. game of football, right? Whatever you guys call it. It, the integrity was destroyed. For sure. And that's that's all I'm going to say with that because, yeah, because who knows? It could happen to any of our favorite teams. And even then, it's just, you don't want to, you don't want someone to win based on, like, let's just say Tottenham finishes fourth and Liverpool finishes fifth. And it's a difference and of two, two points. points. One, one or two point, points, let's just say. Two points, even three points. Yeah. So. That's a difference. That's a difference because they lost three points out of this game. Now, hindsight, it could have been something different. Because they were down to 10 men anyways. But, yeah. So, at that point, I would say restart the game from that moment. From that moment, do, exactly. Do you think that's going to happen? No. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. There has to be, like... That's what I'm saying. Klopp should take this further. Liverpool should take this further. Now, Liverpool's ownership isn't the greatest either. So, I don't know how much they yeah. care. Because they probably care about what the hell is happening in Pittsburgh right now. But, we'll go from there. We'll leave that there. But, that's our thoughts. Like I said, not fandom aside. It's bullshit. Um, as a Man United fan, I still think it's bullshit. I'm not gonna sit here and say I don't care yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. But yeah. Um moving, moving on. on. Uh UCL, speaking of soccer, um and a better usage of UCL. Um maybe we overreacted with the PSG a little bit because they got their ass kicked today. Newcastle belong. They have four points in two games. How jealous are you of Newcastle? Because every Man United fan I saw tweet was like, I'm jealous of Newcastle and how they're run. 
and how they play as a team. Very jealous. And how they play as a team. Very, very jealous. Um, yeah, they have a fallen squad. They have better squad depth than Man United. And, uh, yeah, they proved they belong in the Champions League. You know, getting a 0-0 draw away from home against Milan. And now absolutely whooping PSG at St. James's Park. Yeah. Um, after PSG put on a dominating performance against beating Dortmund. And, uh, yeah, no, Newcastle's looking good right now. That's for sure. Um, okay, the other side of the group of death is 0-0 again. So, Milan's at two points. Dortmund have one. PSG have three. And Newcastle now have four. Um, I think I said Dortmund-PSG go through, and you said... I said upset Newcastle-Dortmund. I thought... I said Dortmund was my lock. <laughs> yeah. But there's no uh, locks in this I time. guess. But I said Newcastle. Speaking of so referee far. disgraces, from what I've heard, this Barcelona-Porto game yeah. was a lot of... Uh, uh, memes of uh, Barcelona's referee is that the thirteen, the twelfth player. Barcelona's twelfth player is a referee. Yeah, like a lot of missed penalty calls or free kicks and stuff, stuff like that. That does not really involve. I guess penalties involve VAR, but yeah, 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 free kicks and stuff, right? So there's that other takeaway. Um, English clubs, uh, Arsenal lost two one to Lens. Mm. Man United choke two nothing. Onana, don't know what's happening with you. But we're not gonna get into it too much because we already ranted about the Blue Jays for long. I uh, we shot talk De Gea too much, and uh, uh, I'm not gonna apologize because I was on De Gea's side. Uh, but everyone else apologized to De Gea because Anana is playing like hot garbage right now. He's our Bravo at the moment, but yeah, let's see. Because obviously I defended Anana until these two Champions League games were his fault. We ended up losing again, not fully, not his fault, his fault. But this game exactly, it should have been more goals. Rashford, um, we're and stuff playing like that. better, but we're still not getting results. Yeah, I think I don't know how much of this lack of depth. I don't know how much the players' mentality for all our teams. And uh, at this rate, I think I don't know what the hell you're gonna do. Uh, you gotta get Amrabat in the middle, right? Because um, well, Casemiro suspended now, so for Champions League, that's you kinda for have to. But I think you gotta get Amrabat in the middle. Figure out. I don't know if you want to go like now put Lindelof left back and start Johnny Evans. The good news is. Because you hate Maguire so much. <laughs> the good news is... Well, Evans performed well when he played. No, I'm just saying Maguire performed well in the other Crystal Palace uh, game. I'm talking about Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. Palace no. played like a similar lineup. <laughs> uh, Evans performed better. Um, What I was going to say... uh, It is uh international break coming up soon. So, maybe, hopefully, we get someone there. Speaking of international break, Canada men's soccer is finally playing a game. Maybe we'll try to get Peter Glendo on again. And we'll see. Um... And yeah, I think those are the last takeaways. Oh, last thing. 3-2 game for Real Madrid and Napoli. So it seemed like a good game there. Yeah, Jude Bellingham. But, okay, that's what I'm going to say. Absolute legend. If next year's Ballon d'Or, is he by far the favorite? It's it's by season now, right? Yeah, I think so. So it's not by like calendar year? I think. So, so far? Because yeah, it should not be calendar. It should not be So far, yeah, right now he's playing like the best player in the world. So if he, literally if he just continues this, he's probably the Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah, and there's no one near him right now. Like no Holland, no, there's no more Ronaldo and Messi. So I don't count Mbappe. Uh, no, I don't think so either. And uh, Hoyland has more goals than Holland in the <laughs> Champions League. Yeah, yeah, I don't count. Yeah, that's it, right? It's, it's right Bellingham. Now it's, Literally, it's be- right now it's, it's Bellingham, Bellingham to lose. Very early, very very, very early. Yeah, because we have to see what he does for England and as get well. trophies as well. Yeah, to win. But yeah, right now it's Bellingham. Um. Okay. Last thing is the 2030 World Cup hosts have been announced. And it's very confusing. 
Because Morocco, Spain, and Portugal are set to host the 2030 World Cup. But the reason why yeah. we have multiple hosts now, A, economy, B, more teams are now added, right? Yeah. Starting 2026, North America is hosting that. But it's also the 100th year. It's going to be 100 years in 2030 since we had the first World Cup. It was 1930. Yeah. Uruguay, Argentina, and Paraguay are to play their first games. So I don't know if this means just groups game, group yeah. games or one game at home to celebrate the first ever edition. So it's going to be a World Cup in three continents for the first time ever. Africa I mean, for Morocco, yeah. Europe for Spain and Portugal, and South America for these three countries. I mean, I don't know how it's going to work uh, with the travel and everything. I, I don't know how it's going to work, but it's living up to his name, World Cup. They're playing all across the world. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's a celebration. I guess they're trying to, you know, because that's uh, Uruguay's with... Appreciate Why not just host them there? Huh? <laughs> just host, get those yeah, just host them there, right? Yeah. But I don't know. No, we'll see. I mean, money's a thing, right? That being said, uh, Saudi's trying to get 2034. Okay. Because they were trying to get 2030, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just backed out of it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah so, those are, yeah, next World Cup is Canada, US, Mexico. Canada, US, and Mexico. And then, then one after Spain, Portugal, and Morocco, with a couple games being played in Uruguay and Paraguay. And, uh, yeah. I think the Euros were announced the following one, but I don't care too much about that, so I'm not going to even search for it. Um, yeah, so that's um, that's all the soccer news for today. PL's back. I think this might be the last weekend. And as Man United fans, um, we'll see what happens. All right, next up, quick fire. Let's go quick fire. Off the bat, um, Trevor Zegris uh, signs his extension. Bridge deal. Bridge deal, Another three one. years, 5.75 million cap hit. How surprised are you about the number? Yeah, I thought it'd be a little bit higher, but bridge deals are tend to tend to be a little bit lower. But not five in the concurrent market, not five million. Not not for that type of player. Yeah, it's not really. Five. I thought he would have gone at least Pedersen's bridge, like especially on that six team. Six and a half, seven. Yeah, especially on that team. Yeah, it's a little bit surprise. It's a bit surprising, but you know he's got to perform, and if he does what PD does in his contract, he's gonna get a, a huge pay rise. You know, pay raise. Pay raise. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's the that's the only NHL news. We're gonna just cover NHL this coming weekend, so you guys will get ready to look for that. Um, next big thing: NBA media day and training camps have officially started. First off, Jimmy Butler. Why are you doing this to me? Like because uh, wait, what? Dressing up like that? Because oh, they told me. I'm like, no, why no, did no. I bring up Jimmy Butler? No, no, no. Like, because because uh, we know it's not gonna happen. Huh? Oh yeah, no, no, because uh. That's the put picture we'll be stuck with all season, right? One day. No, because what they did last year when he did the whole long dreads thing, yeah. was NBA just used this two K yeah. picture. Oh, they like to change it. They just changed it to the two K picture. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so please change it this year because this is way worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care. No, it's funny because I didn't hear any cancel culture bullshit. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm emo. That's what he was like. He's yeah. so I don't know. If, I'm surprised I didn't see any backlash. Maybe there was. Yeah. About you know why is he making fun of emo people? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So first off, takeaway: Jimmy Butler. <laughs> right second takeaway the new look bucks yeah freak uh, time f- f- kind of weird to see people in new places like that right now today literally drew holiday um was introduced as a celtic and uh, he thanked portland for letting him go where he wanted to which sucks because he wanted to be a celtic he did say that his family would grew up lakers fan including himself so they're probably a little disappointed <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm kind of mad about that but yeah but also little ones aiden's a trailblazer nurkic is a son as well yeah so so those are fun lot funny of, ones a lot of turnover ba- brad beal so a lot um a lot there um last thing though the one guy was missing from media day 
but it showed up training camp in Colorado, which is funny because they needed permission from the Denver Nuggets, 76ers, okay, <laughs> to, yeah. to do training camp in Colorado. And they met Dion and trained at Colorado State, which is hilarious. Wow. Um, <laughs> James Harden. James Harden, there. The, the saga is going to continue. Um, yeah, he's, uh, there are reports by Woj saying he's going to come in fully ready to torment the team to force him a trade. We'll see what happens because now Malcolm Brogdon is a smaller name that could do equivalent work in a way to get traded to the Clippers. And uh, let's see. So far, he was just leaning against a pole. And uh, yeah. Um, so he didn't practice? See. He was there. Yeah. He was dressed up for practice. So okay, like, I'm yeah. just saying the picture I saw was just like leaning against so, so the far, So far, so good as a Sixers organization. Yeah, but, but I don't think it's prepare, 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 prepare for mayhem. Yeah, prepare for two mayhem. Things, sorry, two things quickly more. Ben Simmons is back properly at training camp so and media day and stuff he looks he's more he's been more talking more confident now and listen I'm not the biggest Ben Simmons guy um, not not because of recent memory I'm like, I've never I'm, I've never been a big fan of him bigger than me but, but I'm looking at um, hopefully a resurgence that's all I gotta say yeah um, and last thing your Raptors very quickly there's no confidence in uh, Sayakam extending at the moment. No, no offers. There are reports saying that they're willing to let those guys test free agency. Bro, we, we are a team that's very good at letting people go for free and get nothing in return. Uh, this we have four guys right now. And if it's going to be so disappointing if it's with Siakam as well. Uh, Gary Trent potentially as well. Otto Porter, Otto but then Porter. he's no smaller than an OG. Okay, but the, 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 two, the two is OG as one too? Yeah. He's a player option. I'm pretty sure he'll opt out. Okay, of it. yeah. So yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, it's over for us. Um, let's see. That's just one. Um, we'll get into yeah. the NBA later because we've been ranting about the. You've been ranting about the Raptors. Last thing. Back to the boxing world. Um, uh, Ryan, Ryan Garcia, Garcia has officially has uh, announced his next fight. It was against Oscar Duarte on December second on the Zone, not pay per view. So wow. we could yeah. watch it. Um. Obviously, coming off a big, tough loss to Gervonta Davis. He wanted Raleigh Romero. Um, I guess I don't know too much about him, but he's a big name in that division. And yeah, so that's a big fight announced for December. At the end of this month, on the 28th, it is Nagano versus Fury. Fury, yeah. And on October 21st, it's UFC 294 at 11 a.m., by the way. Which is Makachev. This is in Dubai. Makachev Oliveira and uh, Khabib. Is back in uh, Makachev's corner. He's going back. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw a post uh, where he said he's gonna uh, he's gonna join him in training camp like two weeks before or something. The fight uh, in uh, Abu Dhabi, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's back in his corner. By the way, UFC two ninety seven is rumored to be in, in Toronto. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Canada. But I don't think they're gonna get a big card either. Yeah, probably we'll not. Right. Because I think someone instead sh- uh, Sean O'Malley rematch, not rematch. Sean O'Malley versus Chito Vera. The yeah, guy yeah, who yeah. actually beat him. Yeah, and he said false news. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that's the quick fire. All right, let's end off with some NFL. Um, pretty long pause. Obviously, a lot of Blue Jays talks. So Blue Jays fans, yeah. you're welcome. But first off, we'll just should we get into news first? No, see what l- let's finish with Monday Night Football. All right, fine. Monday Night Football. We Giants. forgot to do a prediction. So my prediction, if I were to very quickly say it, was Giants would lose by a score. That wasn't going to be my prediction. My prediction was Seahawks win. Uh, uh, I don't know about score, yeah. but it doesn't matter because your team, the Giants, only put up three points. Well, I said Giants were gonna lose. That's yeah, it. yeah. And the Giants only put up three points, and Daniel Jones has, I think, the same amount of pick sixes as touchdown passes this year. 
All right. First off, before you continue, I'm going to look at the camera. I am wrong. The Giants suck. Now, granted, I made my prediction based on Saquon being healthy and the old line being healthy, but even when they were healthy-ish, they suck. Darren Waller did not help because Saquon's injured, and they suck. All right? <laughs> They're pissing me off. I got Dallas Cowboy fans. You know what the funny thing is? That t- uh, the clip I put on TikTok, yeah. some guy came after that 45 nothing loss, yeah, Giants, yeah. and came back and typed in 45 nothing. Like, he kept receipts. I'm like, hey... Hey, first of all, good thing I'm in your head. Thank are, you. Are you a Cowboys fan? Because the game was forty nothing, or whatever it was. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know what it. I, I may have messed yeah, up. Yeah, um, I messed up too. I put the Giants in the playoff prediction. Same, but I wasn't. But I still had Dallas and Philly ahead of them by miles, and I said they were barely going to sneak in because end of the NFC. But is man, weak. how NFC is bad do they you, look? They're they're terrible. Like this reminds me of the Joe Judge year, but they had a good year. I, and then they shit the bed. Do you blame Brian Dable at this rate? Like, because it's the same thing. Okay, please start calling plays if that's not... As yeah. good as Kafka is, and I heard he had, co- had coaching interviews, start calling plays and let's see. Let's right? see. But, Listen, but, I get it. Andrew Thomas is it, missing, Brian, and Evan Neal is getting his ass kicked. Brian Dable is surprised how bad Daniel Jones... Do you see his reaction yes, after the yes. tossing the tablet away? And uh, in this press conference of his reaction of the interception, this was his answer. Um, the question. I about, didn't want him to throw him the pick six. Uh, I definitely did not want. I definitely did not expect an interception. Yeah. Or so a th- pick six. Here's my thing, right? I know we're working on NFL guests. We are in talks, so we'll try to get something scheduled. Hopefully, um, not trying to jinx anything. Hopefully soon, yeah. Because I, I definitely want to have an insider's reaction to this. But how bad is that? The worst we've been talking is Russ's contract the worst in football? Is it Deshaun Watson? Is it Daniel Jones? Is Daniel Jones? Daniel Because I have no clue why. It's before, a robbery. Before you even started the pod, I'm like, you just pay Saquon his th- four years by f- 16 million, whatever he wanted, because he's your future and the way he's going. Give Daniel Jones one more year, right? Because you don't, you had one good year out of it, and now you pay him 40. Yes, he's not like, the top highest I, paid. I tell you, like, I'm coming into the off season, right? I was fully expecting Saquon Barkley to get paid and Daniel Jones having his fifth year option. Franchise tag. It was franchise thing? Because he did not get the option. Option was declined. Oh, option was declined. So franchise. So which is even funnier was, that you give him forty yeah, million. <laughs> I was fully expecting that to happen, right? Yeah. As like, uh, okay, that's the smart thing to do. Clearly not. They freaking did it the reverse way, yeah. and now Saquon's injured, and it's clearly showing my that mind, Daniel Jones is nothing without Saquon Barkley. My mindset was this: the reason why they came back against Arizona was, you know, Saquon Barkley's there. Yes, they got shit kicked by Dallas Cowboys, but let's be fair: Dallas Cowboys are a much better team than the Giants. So I'm not. Too surprised that they lost that game. But at the end of the day, Saquon Barkley is needed on this team. And uh, they lost the next two games with against the 49ers and the Seahawks. My mindset is this, right? For that last thing before we close this off, was Daniel Jones gets the franchise tag. Prove it one more year. If then you prove it, give him the contract. Sure, right? But if not, guess what? Arizona was going to suck this year anyways, which they're doing better than th- obviously expected. And... Um, you would probably get a chance at Kyler Murray because everybody thought Caleb Williams was going to go there. Maybe Drake May, whoever goes there, right? Bo Nix or uh, Michael Penix. Or you could go after another quarterback that might be on the market. That's at that Kyler Murray. Because Kyler Murray is the only one that came to the top of my head because he's still... I think Kyler Murray, if he comes back healthy, will be fine in that offense. Right? I think he's better than Daniel Jones. Clearly, 100%, 100% clearly better than Daniel Jones. As he much hate he gets because of his attitude issues or whatever. So that was my logic. Like I'm thinking Arizona's gonna be bad anyways. Just trade Colin Murray, 
and get rid of Daniel Jones. Uh, to, sorry, trade him to um, the Giants and then get rid of Daniel Jones. But clearly, you guys chose the wrong and you guys might be screwed because at least with the Jets, Aaron Rodgers is away for one more year and you still didn't extend Zach Wilson. And you could have an option to go draft a quarterback or go trade for a Don, um, Kyler Murray or whatever. Yeah. So that's that's ended there. They, they, um, they're screwed. The Giants. Quick, quick, quick uh, mention about Seahawks. Oh yeah, sorry, we should. Yeah, <laughs> we should. Let's just quick mention Gino. Gino's homecoming, basically, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Gino also got hobbled. Drew Lock came in, looked pretty good, decent. He looked pretty decent, right? And uh, yeah, but Gino came back in, did the job. Um, uh, shout out Devon Witherspoon. I, I, I don't know if I'm wrong with saying. I know I corrected you before. It's Devon. I don't know if it's Devin or Devon. But yeah, Witherspoon. Yeah, um, people were questioning why he was picked at five. My buddy loved it because he wanted a secondary guy, but usually they don't go that high up, right? Like, look at guys like CJ yeah, Anderson and Jeffrey Obviously, the obviously pick there was, like, everyone expecting with Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter because... Miles, um... Mm. No, no, Miles. Tyree Wilson? Tyree Wilson, yeah. Uh, because they're... Or D- an O-lineman. Yeah, their D-line wasn't the, great, uh, the greatest. But, yeah, Dev- Devon Weatherspoon. I hope that's how you pronounce it. That's how you spell it. You said it. Devon, I'll say Devin this time. Okay, yeah, yeah. But Devon Witherspoon, Devin ab- Witherspoon, absolute menace out there, right? Yeah, what is it two sacks, pick six, and uh, just absolutely cooked. Yeah, um, him and Tariq Woolen. S- yeah, so sh- a, I mean, I have you I had Seahawks nice in the playoffs. Duo. Did you have Seahawks huh? in the playoffs? Yeah, I had Seahawks, Giants, right? Lions. No, I put I put the I put the Vikings as my division winner. No, but then the wild card spot. Yeah, I put the I put the Giants out of the Lions. And then who's your third? Oh, Dallas. Dallas. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's um, where I messed yeah, up. Yeah, no, I had Seattle, that's where Giants, I messed up, and Dallas. Yeah, yeah. um, I really, stick, I stick, doubt the Lions. Speaking of the um cornerbacks, J.C. Jackson is back to where he started. Yeah, so obviously, which is weird because listen, Bill Belichick is under a lot of scrutiny because he's been struggling ever since Tom Brady left. But defensively, he gets guys paid and then brings them back, <laughs> right? <laughs> Kyle Van Noy. Uh, him, other guys, and then um, yeah. So JC Jackson gets traded for I think like twenty twenty five fifth and sixth round picks late or round something. Picks. Um, struggled. Late round picks. He was injury last year, and I don't know how much is it on JC Jackson, the scheme, or Brandon Staley because in my opinion Staley's gone after this year anyways, and it might be Kellen Moore's team going forward. So maybe it was best bet to get rid of his contract right now in case just get whatever you could. And go back, and then J.C. Jackson go back because, uh, unfortunately, another rookie who has been killing it, uh, possibly D-Roy favorite at the time, Christian Gonzalez, is most likely out for the year with a torn labrum, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, sir. So he's he's done for the year, and this loss. is a, this is a, obviously a filler spot for and him. And Belichick got the best out of J.C. Jackson, yeah. right? Led the league in interceptions that year. That's why he got paid. And uh, it just did not work out with him and the Chargers. As simple as that. Uh, some of it's on coaching. Some of it's on him. Were you fine with the Colts not going after him? <laughs> just because we need someone because Dallas Flowers is he, out. And yeah, I'm fine with the Colts not going after just cause, like, him. Just because you didn't... Yeah. It's a risk. Yeah, yeah. It's a risk. Um, that, that they don't need to take. They're a young team, right? Yeah. And they don't need to make a playoff push right now. But at the end of the day, if you, if you have a chance at the trade deadline to add someone, I won't mind it. All right. Speaking of another... Guy leaving, so that's the first trade, right? Trade deadlines on Halloween, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, um, let's talk uh, another release. Randy Gregory, is that his name? Yeah, Randy, Randy Gregory. Yeah, is uh, officially released out of his five-year contract, one year into it, from the Denver Broncos, who I don't know what they're doing because they got rid of all their pass rushers now, um, that I know of, and 
technically they would have had Devon Witherspoon or Devin Witherspoon because that was the pick. That was the pick when the Russell Wilson oh, the trade. Seattle pick, yeah, yeah. So whether they were taking Jalen Carter, whoever, um, yeah, he's released. Maybe he goes back to the Cowboys. Who knows? Yeah, that's where he, that's uh, how he got the contract. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think first year just injured and then just not performing, and uh, it's kind of what happens when you allow seven point seventy points to a team. But yeah, I mean, I think this guy will be a good add. Oh, I just realized Bradley Chubb was on the other team. The Dolphins, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just feel like uh, Randy Gregory could be a good add to like any team just wanting to depth add a little bit of depth piece, right? Yeah. And uh, he could do a good enough job. Obviously, the contract was fat, five years, 70 million or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, Denver Broncos are cooked. Yeah. They've got to win, but they're still going to be cooked. Yeah, so let's see. Uh, I, I, per- I don't know where he'll end up going. Maybe just chills for the rest of the year. But yeah, yeah so let's go into our week five. four and five super, superlatives. 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 So uh, let's go week four, then we'll go Thursday night football, and then week five superlatives in general. All right, week four disappointment, biggest disappointment. Uh, I'm gonna start off here. The Cincinnati Bengals got absolutely cooked, and uh, I guess the Rams, the Rams game was a fluke because uh, they're back to what they were in the week one and week two. Hey, the Rams game. Well, not week two, week one. Well, the Rams games very quickly for me was yeah, it might have been a fluke, but it was still a close ass game. Yeah, at yeah. The end of the day, it wasn't like they w- were dominated the whole game. They were losing for majority of that game too, or well, not majority like half that game, I believe. Yeah. So, so my disappointment. There's options, right? Like, there's options. Right. My honorable mention Pittsburgh. Obviously, we mentioned yeah. them last time, so we're that not going to talk about choice. them now. But I'm gonna go with my choice here as a New Orleans Saints. Okay, yeah, make that a good The reason why I'm saying is they have the easiest schedule, in my opinion, I believe, from when we were doing our they do, previews. They do, 100%. And you got your ass kicked by the Buccaneers. Derek Carr did play. He d- Yep, so there's no excuse there for me to say. Um, ba- obviously, Baker balled a little bit. One you pick. did? You got Derek, Kamara back. Derek Carr, 127 yards, b- not good. You had Alvin Kamara back as well. Alvin Kamara came back. That's the other reason why I'm disappointed. You still have Chris Olave. Michael Thomas is we healthy. We had one reception on five targets for M- four yards. Michael Thomas is healthy. Yeah, so... Because he usually gets injured week one. Kamara got 13 freaking uh, targets. Sorry, receptions on 14 targets. Yeah, that's so fantasy points for me. There's... Uh, oh, true. <laughs> but no, for me, they're the biggest disappointment. I think the Bayern, they should have been contending for a division lead. Uh, not just a division lead. Sorry, they should be comfortable division winners and contending they're, for a top spot for the conference. They're 2-2 two and two now, right? They yeah, they're two and yeah. two, but I think they should have been four and zero. Oh. Yeah, but um, their offense isn't. isn't I don't know what good. the case is. How their OC is? I didn't watch much Saints. I know we have a relative that's a Saints fan, um, but yeah, from what I know, they gotta f- figure out their OC. They're in the Mad Canada situation, probably. Yeah, so that's what I'm yeah, hearing. Simple as that. You have the talent. You have the quarterback. I trust the quarterback. I trust the quarterback. Um, he may be injured, but defensively, I don't know how you guys are doing. Um, I know your coach is a defensive. Dennis Allen's a defensive guy, so. Is it a Staley situation for all I know? I don't know. Is he calling fourth okay, down? Okay, let's be real. The other three games, they were doing good enough, right? Yeah. Like, but this uh, one, they got their ass kicked in a division. That, that's the only disappointing part. But yeah, um, from that game, I'm going to transition to biggest surprise of the week, picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, Mike Evans goes down. You still find a way to win. Baker proving me wrong so far. This is one of the teams I just rolled off from the beginning. Uh, more than the Rams, because this is pure ability. Whereas Rams, I expected Stafford to get injured because of the old line. And, uh, yeah, Baker's proving me wrong. Baker's, you know, balling. As simple as that. Um. Okay, I'm just, I'm trying to pick my one. 
And you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick a loser. I that was my second choice. I New feel York, like we're going Zach yeah. Wilson. I'm not gonna say the Jets. I'm gonna say Zach Wilson because I I was gonna say um Sh- Justin Fields as well. Technically, they're both in the same tier. Yeah. And the other per- my other choice was gonna be the Bills because the butt whooping they put. Like I was a little surprised. It was a butt whooping. That's it. Yeah. But I don't think I think I still kind of expected that more so what I saw from Zach. But Wilson. Zach Wilson proved that we shouldn't write him off just yet. Yeah. He sh- he's taking lessons from uh, Geno Smith. Not to get written back. <laughs> yeah, he, didn't, he doesn't want to write. This back. guy's clearly, you know, he's. If yeah, he may not be playing, uh, to obviously you know to level like you expect him to, do, but he's clearly showing his passion because you know he was fully distraught on the sideline. Uh, he clearly said, uh, "This one's on me," type of thing. Yeah, even though when he played well, so he's definitely taking it to heart. Maturity's right? there. Maturity's there. Passion is there. It just that uh, you know, hopefully, he could execute, and I feel like. This Broncos game could be very important because if I, f- do, I genuinely do feel like he finally understood the playbook against the Chiefs. Yeah, like just don't make sure, don't show that this is a fluke. Yeah, that's it. Simple as that. Same thing with Justin Fields. Don't show that this is a fluke. Do you know what Rodney Harrison said after the yeah, game? Yeah, I know he's a fucking idiot. Bro. Right, that just, he that's, came back and apologized and yeah. called dumb babe. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. That's like you're on live TV on NBC. If you say it once, it's fine. Trying to bait someone into talking yeah, shit. Yeah, you're trying to convince. The same them. thing happened with uh, I think Piers Morgan and Zlatan trying to talk shit about Ten Hag in a way. Yeah, saying that like trying to get him to say something off. You know, it's so stupid. Like I don't know why he's he's a he's a former player, isn't he? He's a former player. Yeah, yeah like I get it. You're thinking how he was trash. Everybody thinks that, but you're on live TV. Okay, if you say it once, it's fine. But don't try to force it on. Yeah, Chris no. Jones. Then when he's yeah. like, "Oh, yeah, he was fine," he's like, "What? You, no, uh, yeah." You like, think he's gonna, like you're a player? You think you're gonna give someone a headline? As PD would say, "I don't want to create headlines." Yeah, yeah. You're trying to get someone to create one as a former player. That's bullshit. No, no, I expect that from guys like Piers Morgan, but not you. So no, that's disappointing. Um, very quickly, shout out to also um Houston. Was a oh yeah surprise. for sure yeah hundred percent you know but the Steelers defense is legit like the, love that con- like the, love how that competition that division is going with the rookie yeah, quarterbacks two and two I think the last time I heard that two rookies and hopefully Bryce Young gets going too that are coming out of the gate firing and this is not even especially with Anthony Richardson not the full potential um is um I think it was RG three before his injuries that rookie year RG three and Andrew Luck. Yeah, because think about sense. it. Did Goff and Winston really go off together? No, not really. Um, T Law and those guys, no. T-Law Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, I guess. Joe Burrow and Justin one. Herbert, you could say, but Burrow did get hurt. Yeah, but if you're looking at play styles, right? Like, oh yeah, so within the same year, it's RG three and uh, and Andrew. No, that's still in the within the same oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah, Burrow, the, yeah. He just got hurt. But I'm just saying, like play styles, RG three, AR, similar. Yeah, Andrew Luck, I would say is CJ Stroud is more of Andrew Luck than. Andrew Richardson is, even though, but no one's Andrew Richardson for the size and running. Yeah, <laughs> that's the difference. Even though Anthony, even though Andrew Luck is the Colt and Anthony Richardson is the yeah. Colt, <laughs> but yeah, CJ Stroud is like you know more of those Joe Burrow esque type quarterbacks, whereas Anthony Richardson is more of those Josh Allen esque type yeah. things. All but right, yeah. So week we'll five, go, Thursday, yeah, we'll night go Thursday night football first. It's the battle. absolute dud. Yeah, uh, we could be surprised because if it could be that Broncos game, I'm fine with it then. Yeah, if it's like that Broncos game, then I'll be fine with but it. But the Commanders are a better team than the Broncos. The difference and, here is and the, the Bears. The Commanders are actually um, decent. Sam Howell got sacked a lot, and they pulled off an overtime game. Right? There's a reason why I put the Eagles fifth is because in my power rankings because of uh, Commanders. And. Um, yeah, Chicago 0-4 should have had the win. They messed up. Justin Fields obviously fumbled. Question for Justin Fields. Is he going to... Is this a blip? Is it, is, like, was the last game a fluke? Um, that's what I'm looking out for. But I think Commanders will win by like a touch, two touchdowns. Yeah, I think Commanders should ha- handle the Bears here. and Because I do believe they're still a decent team. They're not as... 
they're not the bottom of the barrel like uh, the Bears, the Broncos, and you could probably even throw the Panthers in there right now because they're 0-4, showing that, meaning that Bears have the 1-2 overall picks so far. And, uh, yeah, I picked the Commanders, like you said. I think, yeah, two possessions. How disappointed are you in Chase Claypool? I don't know if yeah. it's on him. I don't know if it's on the team. I don't know what's going on with him. I was I was on his case a little bit in him when his year he was, two. In the you Steelers. were his most hated Canadian. <laughs> At one point, before Dylan before, Brooks, before and Dylan I was Brooks. back to Chase Claypool. Yeah, but because this, his antics aren't didn't make like his antics aren't great, right? Like year one rookie, he backed his talk, right? They had a good year. Steelers, he had a good year himself. But now it now he's just all talk, right? In my opinion, this year is a little different because he went from a winning environment to a losing environment where he's not being used properly. It's not fully his fault either. Yeah, that's true. Because like Bear, he found out DJ, DJ Moore could play, so maybe Claypool could have done it but I guess behind the scenes we don't know what's happening we don't know right? what's happening so right um, maybe he just needs another refresh I guess Yeah, probably a better environment uh, we'll see what happens but Chiefs are in talks the, bear, the Bears environment is not good yeah Chiefs Lions and I forgot the other it was a good spot but I think the Chiefs could I think that's the spot for them they could use them yeah for sure but yeah to finish off our superlatives you just love that word now <laughs> I can barely say it <laughs> superlatives uh, we're heading to week 5-1 game of the week your favorite game to watch this week okay, look, what's our collective game of the week our first? collective game of the week like is we 49ers right and Cowboys okay so let's talk about that Sunday night football here finally <laughs> it's not It's not makes like sense right um, problem is I think uh, we're away yeah I mean the game yeah. yeah but no um, this is a true Dallas test can Dallas come back top 5 in power rankings is this game because they did not play anyone crazy um, coming off a good game Dak coming, had a good game as well yeah but you're playing against Christian McCaffrey arguable MVP how are you gonna stop him Brock Purdy um, George Kittle Brandon Ayuk and all these guys Debo um, overall I think San Francisco I picked them to win but it's gonna be closer than I think yeah, but 100%. I trust the San Francisco offense more and that defense to stop the Dallas offense more than the Dallas defense to stop stop San Francisco yeah offense. exactly what I was gonna say uh, McCaffrey's playing on a whole nother level, MVP level right now. Oh boy, for sure. In the and season, uh, yeah, Brock Purdy proving is not that last year's not a fluke. Still undefeated in the regular season. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the Dallas defense is legit, so it's a proper test for 49ers as well. And uh, we'll see what happens here. But San I San Francisco also home, so I pick the 49ers as well. Okay. Um. Okay. So game to watch out for. For me. Now you're, you're going to steal mine, so I'll pick my, potentially pick a new one. Well, I'm just looking still. All right, yeah, I'm going to let you go first, so, so hurry up. <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. Say it. I know what you're going to say. I'm going to go. Just say it. Uh, just say it. I'm going to go New Orleans Saints okay, and know. New England Patriots. You're going with that? Yeah. You're going with the teams that have no offenses? Exactly. I just want to see which one goes better. All right. The one that I expected you to say... Was Bill's Jags? Was Bill's Jags. Yeah, I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, both... Because every other game like, really is a dud for me. Jags, a bounce-back performance. Bill's cooking. Josh Allen's playing good MVP level ever since uh, the Jets game. And uh, Lawrence bounced back last game against the Atlanta Falcons. Do you think uh, the Jaguars stayed in London? They just should have. <laughs> it makes no sense for come back. Exactly. Why would you come back? I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 
Who uh, knows? The, I, I didn't the hear better have stayed in London. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. Then you're like, yeah, no, then Buffalo wins. <laughs> I still picked the Bills, but yeah, uh, yeah, sneaky one. Will Colts, yeah, no, the, the, sneaky ones, Colts, Titans. The reason, the reason why I picked mine is just because I want to see who's uh, who will whose offense will get going a little bit more in the de- battle of defenses right here. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, player matchup. Hmm. Do you have one? I Darius have. Darius Puka Nakua. Okay, yeah, that you kind of stole mine. But yeah, my, my my one number one option was Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup potentially coming back. Oh yeah, against he's off the IR against the uh, Slay and Bradbury. Yeah, just uh, that that wide receiver against the secondary. But I just really want to see this Cowboys defense. I'm going with group. I'm not going with a player. Uh, go against this uh, these weapons against uh, these weapons of 49ers. McCaffrey, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. Yeah, you know those are legit weapons, and let's see how the defense matches up against them. Obviously, I feel like it's going to be similar to how the playoffs were game was last year. Close game. I do not expect uh, Tony Pollard to take a snap like how Ezekiel Elliott did uh, with a one O-lineman. Yeah. But I still expect a, just a normal game that 49ers edge out, and I do believe this offense could edge them out there. And uh, our last one, upset alert of no, the no, week. But, uh, Wait, I, I, want, I want to say one thing. Devontae Adams is playing his old team again, but it's not at Green Bay. Okay. And uh, also, a shout-out one I wanted to say was uh, TJ Watt chasing Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just because. Just because. <laughs> but uh, upset uh, upset alert, uh, you go first. Uh, Rams-Eagles. Rams proving that they are a legit team, and the uh, Eagles haven't been playing, like you said, the best football. And uh, I could see the Rams pulling off an upset here, especially with Cooper Cup coming back. We don't know. We'll see what happens because we haven't seen the Rams at full potential and we finally get to see them this week. And, uh, yeah. I'm going to go with... I know that was one of yours. Yeah, no, I was looking at that one. Minnesota, Kansas City. Okay, yeah. Um, Kansas City hasn't shown anything and Kansas City is playing away at Minnesota. Yeah. I'm not counting freaking uh, the Bears win. And okay, hopefully we don't get any more Taylor Swift talk. Yeah, that's if we true. wanted to just clickbait, I think we did it a week too late because people might have hated the Taylor Swift talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I think that could be a potential upset. Yeah, makes because sense. many Obviously. many finally got their first win. Chiefs aren't looking the greatest. They aren't either. Yeah, that's so true. So I think I'm I'm gonna go with that one. Um, yeah. And uh, just one more thing for the NFL. Like we said, Cooper Cup's coming back. Uh, yeah, okay, I was about to bring that up. I really hope John Taylor comes back. Yeah. And Anthony Richardson really hopes John Taylor comes back. And right now... He's full participant in walkthroughs. Yeah, today. right now all signs look like he will play. And uh, let's see. To see how many snaps. Is Those are our reinforcements as well, yeah. So we have a good three-headed monster for running. Anthony Richardson. Zach Moss, Anthony Richardson, and... Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan um, Taylor. Reports are that the relationship is getting better. Now the trade request is still technically there. According to Schefter, but Stephen Holder, I trust a little bit more. Sorry, Shefty, because <laughs> you are because he's he's literally there. He's literally there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's like it's getting re- it's getting repaired. We'll see what happens if he performs. Teams are excited. Like it's not like Shane Steichen's openly talking about it. He's happy. Um. Everyone's I, excited. I forgot. I think it was Mac Moali Cox. I think said that. Um. He's back with open arms, and. Uh, Anthony Richardson said, "Like, yeah, we're good. We're friends. I love the guy. So let's see. He's like, excited what his just because w- his demeanor doesn't mean that's just for show. Like I've always said that that's just for show. He, I think just behind the scenes, he's still fine. He would not be at practice consistently. Yeah. Like he was. He was at the away game. 
against Baltimore. Against Baltimore, so that'll and be Zach Moss's uh, at, touchdown. At this point, next year's offseason, I hope him and Pittman Jr. are uh, extended, ho- yeah. signing contracts at the same time, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, but excited to see him back. Excited to see Cooper Buck, Cooper Cup back. We'll see that duo with Puka Nukua. And, uh, Two yeah. things could happen with the t- JT thing. It could be, A, he balls out and we get a massive trade offer, which you might have to consider yeah. because that is a running back market at the end yeah, of the yeah, day. Yeah. Or B, we don't actually trade him and we keep him with Anthony Richardson and I'm ready to see that back yeah, yeah, backfield. Those are t- only two options anyways. No, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. <laughs> but that that that's pretty much it for today. Um, no, um, I'm going to get into something very quickly for, to the end of the podcast. So we drop YouTube polls. Oh, I thought we were going to do an outro. Oh yeah, that, that's pretty much going to lead to the outro. So this is the outro, but um, polls. No, well, I'm going to bring up some polls that we did. And because uh, one of them is relating to the NFL, that's why. And I'll bring up the NLB one. So on our community post on our YouTube channel, you'll see random polls. We already have pre-set up. So like the NHL season coming up, get ready for that. We'll set up more. On Instagram, right now we're at 130 or 31 followers. Get up that higher and I'll do more there. I might start some now. But we want to see a higher number before we get going because we don't want like 20 people polls. We want to try to get into thousands. Eventually yeah, yeah. thousands, but like maybe in a couple hundreds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right now, just very quickly, I put out a poll. Thank you for 177. Now I hate that number. I want that to be 180 by the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, uh, Let me just pull it up. So the first one we did was this week. Shoot, well, I'm pulling up yours. Channel... So super. I, I since we we're talking about MVPs last time, I'm NFL like, you know MVP, what? Yeah, yeah. So I put it up. Got a lot of support on this. Twenty-seven votes. That's a lot. I think that's their most voted one. That's a lot for us. Um, I put four options. I was gonna say other and comment, but you guys don't comment except you commented on one of them and I commented on one of them. Yeah, yeah. And one of them was a troll comment. Um, so super my please. question was, who is currently the NFL MVP? Lamar Jackson, Tua Tagovailoa, Christian McCaffrey, or Josh Allen? And you voted for. For for funds, I would have heard Christian McCaffrey because you know I, I feel like he has been the best player from okay. week one to week four. Um. So and I voted for Josh Allen, right? So this was the this was the end result out of twenty seven votes. This was the percentage, tied for last was me the one vote looks like four percent Tua, and you Josh, for Josh Allen. I voted for Josh Allen, so I'm the so only it was one percent. So one one vote and one vote, but four percent, four percent each. 4%. Yeah, four percent for Tua, four percent for Josh Allen. Um, Christian McCaffrey, fifteen percent only. Yeah, which means the majority think Lamar Jackson's a favorite for MVP right now. We're currently the MVP at seventy eight percent. So whatever seventy eight percent of twenty seven is, mathematicians, you guys figure out that's how many votes have been done. Yeah. So for me personally, Lamar Jackson's fourth, but if you're looking at if it's a QB award, then he's technically third. But yeah. That's my overall take on I that. I still think it's Josh Allen fighting with Christian McCaffrey. That's me personally. Uh, the other one was who will win the World Series. That's only nine votes, so I'm guessing you guys are not big baseball fans. <laughs> uh, other, so Dodgers, Orioles, Braves, other comment below. Well, the, the 67% was, was other. In general, the vote was other, but oh. the comment was just you saying the Blue Jays. Oh, that was just a joke. But 22% <laughs> Braves, zero on the Orioles. Yeah. And 11 on the Dodgers. Yeah. So that's that. And the last one, we might as well bring up NBA very quickly. I said, who will win the East? 12 votes. It's literally three, three fourths and a qu- sorry, three quarters and a quarter. 75% Bucks, 25% Celtics. Yeah, makes sense. So those are the three. Check out our YouTube. There's more. Like I said, Champions League starts. A lot of you guys said Real Madrid will win it. Man City, 6% Bayern, Napoli. I said 
um, Barcelona and the other is 31%. So yeah. So yeah, check that out. We'll be also dropping some Instagram ones um, on the time fly uh, on the time on the timeline eventually. But uh, we want to get that follower number up. If you guys want to see polls from us, get that follower number up. So that's what that's how it is. So check out the polls. We that's our best way to engage with you guys. So appreciate the voting, especially with today's. And um, yeah, um, other than that, it was a fun podcast. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our NHL stuff coming this week, a potential guest video coming soon, and NBA content coming up soon. Other than that, um, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Oh, I forgot to say peace.